0: Every gimmick starts somewhere. When Bubba from Love Thy Nerd approached John and myself, Radio Matt, about creating a wrestling podcast for the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, he didn't realize he had awoken a sleeping giant of a dream we would both had for years. Today, we present to you our original attempt at a show, originally titled Smart Tank, that never made it to the public. A portion of this show was repurposed later, but now you can hear our entire first attempt, originally recorded in August of 2020. Today's two words are, pilot episode. Now we just got one question.
1: Are you?
2: Welcome to the most genetically jacked, athletically stacked podcast. Walking today, welcome to the Smart Tank. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love
0: the name. I do. Smart it's a good Tank.
2: name. Smart Tank. A smart is a smart mark. A mark being a wrestling fan, and so. Um,
0: it's like, but it's not just a wrestling fan, right? It's like an intense wrestling.
2: Fan. It's like an intense. Well, I think a smart would be an intense wrestling fan. Like somebody who knows, like, right thinks that yeah, that yeah. thinks they know more than everything. It's kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of a mean name, really. It's like, oh, he's a smart. <laughs> Check out the smart on aisle too. Like, eh, it was... <laughs> so if I you were if you're wondering about the name Smart Tank, uh, that's what it is. And I like the show Smart Shark Tank. So it's like Shark Tank, except there's no money and all of the ideas are bad. <laughs> My guest today is one of my closest friends, my teammate in ministry. He is the founder of the Back Row Radio. He is Matt Coker. Matt, how you doing today, man? I am alive. That's about as much as I can promise you. Aren't we all? <laughs> Survived so far. On the outside, we're alive. All summer long. On the inside, some of us are a little less
0: very alive. Much, uh, very much going the way of the dodo on the inside.
2: Yeah, but we're going to make it, man. We're, we're doing it. We're giving the people... Are we, we John?
0: I'm not always sure if we're going to make it.
2: (laughs) We're going to make it through the next hour, at least, to give these people our uh, terrible idea.
0: And that's that's our message
2: of hope (laughs) for everyone listening. (laughs) Just listen through the end. Today, we're going to talk about COVID-19 and its effects on wrestling, mm. and we're going to break down the upcoming SummerSlam match card. But first, you may be asking, John, why another wrestling podcast? <laughs> Not that we don't love your sultry voice and ridiculous ideas, but there are so many already. Well, There are a lot. There are so <laughs> many. There's The Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana. There's Cheap Heat with Pete Rosenberg. There's the Major Wrestling Figure podcast with Matt Cardonis. Love those guys. There's, there's the Sam Roberts Wrestling podcast with Sam Roberts. But Matt approached me more. about a <laughs> month ago, uh, letting me know that Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry he's involved with, was looking to add a wrestling podcast to their lineup. And my first thought was, no. I mean, there's... Like we said, an excess of wrestling podcasts out there. So there's really no need for another. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought it might be fun to do a podcast where I do what I always do, and that's talk wrestling with my friends. Yeah. What we like, what we don't like, what we miss, what it would sound like if John the Baptist talked like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> It's not a news podcast, it's not a WWE thing, it's not an AEW thing, and heaven forbid it ever become an impact thing.
0: Oh gracious.
2: But let's jump in. Matt, what's your favorite thing going on in wrestling right now? You see,
0: I knew that question was coming. It's a hard question because things are so drastically different and I know we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but I guess right now what I like Is the willingness to branch out and try new things. And I know, like, as we're recording this right now, recording this on the Friday, that they're going to launch WWE Thunderdome. Thunderdome! Thunderdome, tonight on SmackDown, which is a crazy idea, but could be the coolest innovation we've seen at WWE make in a really really long time.
2: Yeah, it, that's pretty much taking what the NBA has already done yeah. and turning it into a wrestling. But
0: thing. into a dome, <laughs> in, into a, a you're inside the Christmas bulb.
1: It's the most <laughs> interactive experience in all of wrestling.
0: But the the uh, and I I'll, I'll elaborate later, but it's it's the willingness to take some creative leaps and some of them work and some of them don't, probably most of them don't but i have enjoyed at least that little bit of spontaneity that they've had to do by necessity lately
2: and they've adapted pretty quickly uh-huh. yeah, so I agree we'll, we'll get more to that but ta- speaking of creativity my personal favorite thing going on in wrestling right now is orange cassidy oh yeah is there a gimmick i am more jealous of that <laughs> i didn't come up with it's a
0: beautiful gimmick it really is just the 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 nonchalant wrestler
2: The best thing he did was when he came out um, during the ladder match, and he comes out, and he was like, so how do I win this match? He, like, asked Tony Chavon how you win the match. And they're like, what do you mean? How do you win the match? You climb to the top of the ladder. He's like... He shrugged. "Uh." Shrugged. (laughs) He just groans.
0: Yeah, it's... But you know what? It, It what's really brilliant about that is how how nonchalant how you know almost like he doesn't want to be there he is and yet he's got some of the craziest like moves or things that he does just the flying out of the ring at somebody on the ground with his hands in his pockets yeah. scares me to death every yeah. time he does it <laughs> like, how are you oh, not yeah. breaking your neck every time
2: it, it's yeah and that's the fun part of it because it's so nonchalant and so like he doesn't care yeah. but he has to care so much more than anybody else right, because to like pull that off. his moveset really does take <laughs> the most amount of physical strength so yeah
0: i agree with that one. so
2: let's get into talking about what's happened in wrestling due to covid now covid has radically changed the world i mean we're all wearing masks and that seems to kind of be helping we're all Uh, doing some social distancing that seems to kind of be helping uh kenneth copeland tried blowing a raspberry at it and that unfortunately yet unsurprisingly didn't help at all but (laughs) all sports and entertainment has changed big time and professional wrestling has not been immune you can't have a large group of people in these arenas causing uh the crowds to look so very very different so what do you think about the new looks
0: I mean, when we go back to like when this first started, it was leading up to WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Like that was like the big thing that was happening of, can we do this or not? And this was still back in March when we all thought, I mean, Trump was saying 15 days to slow the spread. We all thought, gosh, okay, a month or two, maybe at the most, and we'll get through this and it'll stink. Well, it's August, you know, almost September. And, but looking towards that, you know, it was nobody in the ring, I mean nobody. I'm sorry, nobody around the ring at all, except for the commentator and yeah. the cameraman and a few random people. Uh, nobody in the arena. Nobody. There's really no arenas, and they just moved it to a full set. Or well, no, Performance Center.
2: Yeah, WWE moved theirs to Performance Center, and I'm assuming AEW moved theirs into a building that Tony Khan owns. And
0: it's like a half at outdoor building. <laughs> yeah, which is was smart. Yeah, but it, the. <sighs> I mean, we really saw and we saw that with all, all sports right away when when crowds started being banned is we really saw how difficult it is to be excited mm. when there's nobody cheering, nobody booing, nobody, you know, hyping at any. you know. there's no pops, you know, there's no pops yeah. whatsoever. There's no there's no uh, name calling. There's no uh, wrestlers you know making fun of the the audience or anything it's just it's there's a, there was a lot that just got dropped immediately that you realize are such key elements and as you said at the beginning there they have started to try to adapt to that and they've had hits and misses but they got to a pretty good place with the uh I think AEW started at first with bringing out other wrestlers. Yeah. Other wrestlers, other people, and having them around the ring. It's not a full crowd, but it's people there to make noise. Yeah, yeah. And even that little bit, I saw, you know, that was a big deal. Just a, a lot better, you know, by comparison. But it was leading up to that WrestleMania thinking, gosh, how are they going to do a WrestleMania from the Performance Center? And I don't know I, It
2: wasn't bad. It wasn't bad for what they were trying to do. For what they were trying to do and what they had at their disposal. Because everybody thought, we'll do this for a couple of months and we'll be done. So they didn't have contingency plans. Right. Um, But, you know, they they adapted. You know, WWE did uh, the cinematic stuff. Which was... Pretty great. Which so far has done really well. I mean well not for yeah, them. not
0: all of them have been have been amazing, but yeah. that first one that first night of the the two night WrestleMania they wound up doing was AJ Styles versus Taker. Oh my gosh.
1: That was so phenomenal.
0: And, and the perfect and no pun the intended. perfect
2: ending for <laughs> the perfect ending for like that Undertaker set. I mean it was just yeah. you know it was something completely different that was very much so him. They had him. They like they didn't give him his regular entrance music. He rode into Metallica. Right, like it was it was good. And then the, all the spots they did, p- ph- phenomenal.
0: I mean, yeah, it was really really dang good. I'd be fine if that was Taker's last match, which it might be.
2: L- looks like it probably. But, is. But I mean, it's he because it he is.
0: he came up as a like he came out the victor in more ways. It wasn't just you know old man trying to hang in there. Yeah, like, it, it yeah. showcased. The, the myth and the legend yeah. of Undertaker. And so they have had some really, really, really high points. I liked the the money in the bank thing that they did. It was more of the humor side. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the men's and women's money in the bank running up the Titan Towers to get to the top. The pretending to throw Ray Mysterio off the top of the
2: building. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it was... then having to like assure everybody, like it's only like six feet. He's, there's fine. Just... He's fine. There's a we need everybody level. to know. There's <laughs> there's just a there's padding there. So I mean,
0: I don't I don't hate it. And then like we said, hyping up for Thunderdome tonight. I don't hate what they're doing. Uh, I don't hate the product. Um, it's just been it's been a strange journey, and but I don't know when it ends.
2: The plexiglass has been really strange <laughs> yeah. because it's really turned. Um, it into a hockey event
0: almost because yeah. they're like
2: banging on the plexiglass. Really, right, and really that's never and, been an element. Yeah, and the <laughs> crowd is just it, you know you talk about the crowd being a part of of wrestling, and the night after WrestleMania, like the crowd is the most important part of. That oh yeah the, yeah, the Raw Mania. And After-mania. there's nothing.
0: There was nothing. That was oh, there's that nothing. was a sad one. Yeah,
2: that was yeah. It wasn't it wasn't great, but um. I'm excited to see what the Thunderdome looks like. It could,
1: I mean, it could be cool.
2: It could be
0: cool. I don't know. I don't know how they're protecting themselves from having uh, people flash their butts on the screen. Cause yeah, it's not like you can really do a delay with those I, cameras.
1: It because they got to some... be
0: reacting to what's in the yeah. this yeah. room. You can't oh, be yeah. can't have a big spot. Wait ten seconds.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: from everybody in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, that actually, that didn't happen, but there was a, it was some sporting event, I think in England, yeah. where you could pay to have your image put on this cardboard cutout, oh. and somebody did like Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> like somebody paid like a hundred dollars <laughs> to troll that uh to, to troll that, that sport whatever it was yeah. but well let's talk about what's happened with the rosters so okay a quick lesson for anybody that might not be super into wrestling in the united states you have three major wrestling companies you have impact you have all elite wrestling which from this point forward we'll just call aew and the most famous of them be the WWE. Now, up until this year, WWE was on top, uh, mainly due to their brand recognition and their longevity.
0: And buying out all and the other companies. <laughs>
2: they have monies. And because of that, they have an ability to have a very full roster of yeah. really, really talented people. Almost too full. Uh, almost too full. Um. AEW would be next down in financially, uh, largely due in part to their getting popular independent talent uh, and essentially running WCW part two.
0: I mean, it was brilliant. The yeah. whole uprising of AEW was brilliant.
2: And Tony Khan has multiple billions of dollars. Right, He's, he's the just, new Ted Turner. He's just going to pour into it. Uh, as much as he has to and it's almost like a their goal is to take down wwe yeah like you can very obviously tell that
0: and that's the best thing for both companies
2: yeah really <laughs> it, it is. and impact is really rounding out the pack by just existing
0: which is what it's always done
2: 100%. <laughs> it had a hundred percent i mean it, it have a couple
0: a- of good years where they're like hey i want to check that out but
2: Impact Never at the has, level of... Impact has always been the place that wrestlers who didn't want... Who got fired from the WWE that didn't want to go to Japan to wrestle... Right. ...did. Like, that's... <laughs> like, all right, I'll do this. Okay, fine. I'll do... I'll Better do than nothing. I'll do
0: that for a little bit. You and your six-sided uh, rings.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and their weird, like, dome cages. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Very strange. Uh, then comes COVID. And WWE ah. runs into a problem because they don't have ticket sales. So I did the math... Ooh. and, or kind of did the math. <laughs> I didn't really do... I did no math. I'm sorry. I pulled I out a calculator and made up some numbers, <laughs> but if the WWE charged $400 a ticket at WrestleMania, which that's probably the lowest ticket that they sold, Yeah. for 80,000 seats in Raymond James Stadium, it was like $26 million, something like that.
0: Jeez. Now, a huge Please chunk don't correct
2: is, me if I'm wrong. But a
0: huge chunk of that would be actually being in the stadium, right? They'd have to, they have to pay to be there.
2: Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, but, you know, that's still got to be such a huge, and I mean, you know, over time. Oh, absolutely. Bringing yeah. in that money, and yeah, you're yeah. doing live events, which is why they have such a full roster of people that they're not using, because they can use them at these live events.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, which they and, don't have, the, yeah, they don't have that either. Which they, they can't do that anymore. Yeah.
2: So uh, it, it really runs into a problem. So in April, WWE cleaned out its roster and released about four million dollars in contracts. Gosh. So and what they're probably what their plan probably was was most of these guys have uh, a ninety day non compete clause mm. in their thing. We can fire them and. You know we're being told in a month and a half this is all going to be over we can get out of paying them for a month and a half and then we can hire them back probably at a lower rate anyway yeah but then Makes those sense. then those 90 days came up yep. and we're seeing a lot of other promotions scooping up a lot of those contracts my boy zach ryder over there on aew oh heck yeah well matt Cardona's now don't dead name i'm him. sorry that's right don't that's deadname. hate. that's hate speech <laughs> Woo woo woo. And I'm a person
0: does he still do woo woo woo? He does. Good. And he still has the L I, the the Long Island.
2: Okay, good, good. As long as he's still internet champion. <laughs> um so now uh now we're seeing these other promotions scooping up all those contracts. And I'm personally pretty excited because a lot of these guys were being underutilized. Yeah. And I think there's good opportunity there. What do you think?
0: You know, And I I have seen they've they've had to switch a lot of stuff around. I know, like, well, I mean, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, we're not seeing those guys at all uh, because they don't want to risk their health.
2: And that's how invested they are in Roman Reigns. Yeah. Because he said, I'm not coming out. And they were like, okay, we're still going to fire all these other people who are
0: willing to wrestle. yeah. Um and so it has obviously changed up their plans. I know there've been several reports coming out of what was supposed to happen after WrestleMania or even at WrestleMania and, and all of that has changed. Um so it has been nice to see them explore with other talent. What's been obvious is that they have been so lackluster in pushing these these other talent, the younger talents or the the uh lesser known or I guess lesser used names that kind of their first push into a a bigger setting there's a big learning curve oh yeah Like i feel like a lot of them are very uncomfortable um like even mvp stable right now with uh bobby lashley and uh, shelton benjamin
2: oh that is a it's only
0: now starting to (laughs) kind of feel normal but it felt really weird and awkward for that is
2: the most awkward faction yeah Ever. But
0: like it's it's getting there. Like this last week, I really felt okay. Yeah, they're they're getting there. They're they're, they're, they're fine their place. But it's been like that for a lot of the characters. Of you know what is it? Why the you the think? Hurt Corporation. It's the it's the, the pain
2: train. Something. Oh, what is it?
0: I don't remember. We're real smarks here. I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> why can't it's something like that? It's it's I the keep Hurt, to say, I want to say the Hurt Locker, but that ain't it. It's the
2: Hurt Foundation or. <laughs> It's hurt something, hurt it's business.
0: The hurt business. The hurt business. That's what it is. Which I nothing went to, is. I th- went to authors of pain. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's a completely different thing. Um, it's just
2: putting Bobby Lashley in a suit is just a bad idea. <laughs> but then at the same
0: time, though, we have that situation where we're seeing you know pushes from some of the lower card, but then we also have situations where Bailey and and Sasha Banks are holding every woman's title. Why? I mean, we have so many women who deserve to be in the spotlight on that roster right now. Yeah. That, nope, nope, not giving them anything.
2: Yeah. Such an underutilized (laughs) women's roster. Right. I mean, you have it so deep. Yeah. And they're still, there's, it's, and the weird thing, and we'll talk about it a little bit later when we talk about the SummerSlam card, but the women's matches involve three women and there are two two matches matches, and there's three women yeah (laughs) like the math is not adding up
0: yeah but uh i i do think that it has pulled out uh spotlights on a few people who obviously deserved to be given more time on the air because there's quite a few people that are Holding their own, even with very little fan interaction. There's Because uh, clearly, there's a lot of wrestlers who rely on fan interaction. Yeah, and that's a part. Of, that's a big part of the show, and there's nothing wrong with that. But to have someone that can truly captivate you, even with these kind of diminished, mm-hmm. um, like emotional responses, that's that's something that's pretty special. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still feeling that with a lot of wrestlers. Um, even like like in AEW, I'm I'm feeling that still with uh kenny omega and uh page what's the hangman, hangman page, Adam page. um <clears throat> I'm, I'm still feeling that with even chris jericho uh matt uh matt hardy's transformations that he's been doing uh since because they've had to do some of this uh mm, storytelling cinematic storytelling stuff too yeah, since yeah. then. and again it's been hit or miss but they had that really weird but really fun uh stadium match where it was the the um what are they called what's the team elite called the
2: the inner elite the inner
0: circle no that's that's jericho's right yeah jericho's inner circle versus i think it's the elite is it just the elite okay yeah so versus the elite with matt hardy on the team that was fun as all get out especially the matt hardy bit where they threw him under the water kept like trying to drown him and he'd come up and he'd be a different character from his past (laughs) just over and over again. I mean, that's some fun stuff that you wouldn't normally do. We wouldn't have seen that at all. I don't think had this not happened. So, I mean, uh, you're spotlighting some of the storytellers, which has been nice.
2: Yeah. And I think that the lack of push by WWE has really actually given a lot of these guys a push. So yeah. Impact signed Kurt Hawkins, uh, Gallison, and Anderson, Eric Young, Heath Slater, EC3, um, AEW, most notably signed Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson of The Revival, now Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood of FTR. Did we ever figure out what FTR stands for? uh
0: I mean, most I know people I think initial, for the revolution. For the something. revolution, there was free the revival when they wanted okay. to get out of their WWE uh, contracts. Okay. There was a bunch. Of, there were a bunch of different things, and they like said all of them were what they were for. Yeah, you know, at some point, I
2: think at this point they're like <laughs> it's just three letters. That's all it is.
0: It's a weird name.
2: um And uh, obviously, we talked about Zack Ryder now going by Matt Cardona, so which is his
0: actual name? Which is right. his actual name? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, who made the best of this? What company made the right calls? Cuz AEW really didn't sign a lot of contracts when the especially when Zack Ryder's contract came up. Uh a lot of people were like, "Okay, well Cody Rhodes is his good friend. He's going to sign uh, Zack Ryder to AEW." And they, Cody Rhodes went, "No, probably not because, you know, he's a good wrestler and he's a good friend of mine, but this is a business we're trying to run." Yeah. Like and just like WWE doesn't have an excess of money to be signing wrestlers, I don't either. And they have, they already had a very you know stock, yeah, stock roster. They didn't really need any help. Now that all turned out to be a lie
3: right. about a month ago. Which
0: but, they do, but <laughs> which they do.
2: That's what makes him the all, nightmare,
0: all, Cody. Well, no, I mean all wrestling companies, they're not going to just say something cool is going to happen. Like, oh yeah, we're totally going to sign Zack Ryder. They're not going to say that. You know what I mean?
2: They're Side keep note, that. I hate. That he doesn't go by cody Rhodes anymore and he just goes by cody because if you heard him be announced
0: yeah, no. it's just oh the american nightmare
2: well they call him the american nightmare but it's <laughs> like and you know uh justin matthews who is the greatest ring announcer <laughs> alive at least um no it's how is fink dead
0: I think I, I think Howard Finkel died, yeah.
2: Finkel passed away yeah. a year or two ago, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Justin uh, Justin Roberts. Yeah. He's like the greatest man. But even him, it's like, the American Nightmare, Cody! <laughs> there was a comedian that had a bit about that because he talked about watching, like, Saturday morning main event. Yeah. He's like, you always knew the guy that was gonna lose, cause he was in the, he was already in the ring when they came back from commercial. And it's like, and in this corner, fighting out of Alberta, Canada, Scott. <laughs> and that's how I feel with Cody. With Cody.
0: It does feel that way, but he can't use Rhodes. Can't use Rhodes. Because WWE, which is a is,
2: shame. I
0: mean, WWE should just. I feel like have it. there are some times where, yeah, it's strategic to keep that, but you know, you ain't getting Cody Rhodes back don't hashtag be a, don't be let a, cody don't have it. a jerk just it's a Rhodes family man you just it's yeah. a legacy
2: but but <laughs> dustin rhodes can go by dustin rhodes candy can uh, you go by yes, dustin Rhodes? yes because
0: he didn't go by that in well, wwe right. so it's not that's a true. trademark thing you know, by so, gold dust
2: so back to it who made the best the best decisions AEW or, <sighs> or impact or impact or impact because impact Impact signed some... but you
0: gave me two two choices: AEW or Impact. Yeah, so AEW WWE. or Impact. WWE. Oh, okay.
2: Well, did do you think WWE made the best decision? No, not cutting at all. all that talent? Not at all. Okay.
0: <laughs> not even. And then they furloughed my boy. They furloughed Josiah Williams, man. Oh my god! But he's still. But he's still on the roster. On the on the yeah, website. Yeah, so, um, you know, fingers crossed he'll be coming back soon. But anyway, um, between AEW and Impact, I mean, it's got to be AEW, right? Because they they are strategic with, with who they get. Uh, yeah. I, it does feel like they're pulling in a lot of WWE talent lately, but
2: it's all frustrated yeah. WWE talent.
0: But yeah, because they're good. Yeah, they're frustrated because they're good. Zack Ryder was brutally underused. Oh yeah, he is a His... phenomenal
2: talent. He has yeah. pop with the crowd. Everybody loves him. His United States Championship run, when they broke his feet, shoving him off the oh, the entrance yeah. ramp, that was such an amazing program that he did. Like him and Kane and John yeah. Cena and uh, yeah, no, it, was and then it just
0: and then it just ended with him in a shambles and nothing ever came of it after yeah. that. Like it was done. Yeah, he got destroyed and then we didn't hear from him for a few years. Yeah, and then. They gave him. Then he wins the Intercontinental title. Gave him the WrestleMania moment, which I'm grateful for. He had his big, cool win at WrestleMania. That was awesome. But then he lost it almost immediately, right? Wasn't it the next night he lost I it? I think it was the or next really night close. or a
2: week after. Yeah, I mean, like
0: it was almost no time whatsoever, and that just—it's <sighs> like it's like giving a kid a lollipop and like, all right, have your two licks. and taking it back. That's what it feels like. Yeah. You know, it's it's to here's me, a taste of what you could be, but you're not gonna be. To it.
2: To me, it feels <laughs> like uh, giving a kid a lollipop and then leaving him at a gas station. <laughs> That's they didn't even like let him have a taste of the like they let him think he was tasting the lollipop when really he was missing the van. <laughs> so, oh well, my and gosh. yeah, and impact. <clears throat> for the most part was just like was like all of these all of these this talent became available and they were like oh let's take as much of it as humanly possible like as much of it as we can afford which they did pick up some really great talent gals and anderson um and eric young um
0: they brought back ec3 they brought
2: back ec3 who was that's where he shined the best part of the best time in TNA Impact. Yeah, he
0: was he was a he was the top tier for a while.
2: Also, I apologize if I dead name Impact by calling it TNA because oh, it's not TNA anymore. Right. it was TNA, then it was Global Force Wrestling. Was it Global Force? It was like Global Something, Global One. I didn't even realize that
0: that was it that. Sounded like that an MMA what company as yeah.
2: well. Like,
0: like I remember hearing that name, but I didn't. I didn't realize yeah. that that was a rebrand of TNA back yeah. then. Which was total nonstop action for you guys. It's not a dirty thing; it was made to sound dirty, but it wasn't.
2: Yeah, that well, was their intention, <laughs> most definitely. But that's what happened. So, um, so what wrestler made made it out the best? Who's gonna who's gonna make the most of their opportunity? I, don't, I
0: I still feel like it could be Matt Cardona. I know he's like one of the most recent grabs. Yeah, but I I really do feel like. If they use him, which he definitely could make you know, make use of. He, he could be great. Yeah. He really could be if he's given that opportunity. Yeah. So I, I think if they push the heck out of him, he's going to
2: come out. His problem is, is there's so much great talent already there. True. That he could run into a similar problem with the WWE. It's like, well, I mean, we... What are we gonna do with you? You know, yeah. Which they can find programs for, and they can make make sure he shines. Um, I personally think Heath Slater made it out the scariest deal he could get because I'll give you that. Heath Slater is really one of the only guys that I look at this list and I say he's gonna work to go back to the WWE, mm. and so he's going to, and he get it. He got into Impact. Where is his competition to shine in Impact? The Motor City Miracles, <laughs> and he's still doing the like the I Got Kids thing, right? Which is brilliant. Yeah, like.
0: But you know, I mean, he just got to do what his other EC3 band members did,
2: and that's and get the, uh, jacked.
0: Come back, three MB, three <laughs> MB. What did I 3, say?
2: You said EC3. Oh,
0: I did. I'm sorry. This is fair. It's okay. It's it's yeah. Yeah, and that's
2: it's and confusing. that's what happened <laughs> with three MB. Yeah, Gender, Gender Mahal, Mahal came back. I mean, just mm-hmm. got. <laughs> ripped frighteningly like ripped. they they
0: were all the size of of uh he slater in that band
2: i mean they were <laughs>
0: so they were the, all like spaghetti men
2: people who don't remember 3mb <laughs> and now see drew mcintyre the only way that i can explain it is the scene in Captain America where he goes into the pod yes. and then comes out of the pod and you're like, that's not Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre wasn't six and 250 pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's, that's all he's got to do, man.
2: Yeah, and he's already gotten a lot more jacked and he cut his hair. Yeah, um, that's true. And he's going to be, which pretty much this just means he's going to be world champion because the other two were world champion. Almost I, I would hope back. so. I he's, hope so too. He's a fun guy. He would have a fun run. Yeah, he's he's,
0: he's like a he's in that, that Mick Foley vein of champions, in
2: my opinion. Yeah. Like if he got it, he would just have a dang good time yeah. with it. And when he comes <laughs> back, he's gonna get a huge pop.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and his buddy Rhino is, is back over in Impact. Oh yeah, Rhino is over yep. there, isn't he? Beauty and the Man Beast gonna get back together. <laughs> um, it, but Rhino. they're still doing the uh, Heath Slater competing for a contract. An impact? Yep. Oh, that's. Yeah, weird. He's, they're still doing like the. They made him. They made him wrestle a uh, moose. <laughs> Mo- they made him wrestle a moose. Uh, <laughs> I just which is Cancel dangerous. Which is dangerous.
0: Cancel WWE, AEW. We're done. All impact moose wrestling. Moose
2: wrestling. <laughs> the MWF Moose Wrestling Federation. <laughs> The North Alaskan belt. Oh my gosh! Oh man, that would be fantastic.
0: week in nerd history, bad discernment. Nerd history. Okay, that pun isn't going to play well on audio, but CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research, made a huge discovery and shared it with the world on September 22, 2011. A discovery that would turn the scientific community on its head. The laws of physics had been officially broken. Scientists working at the facility have discovered that subatomic neutrino particles may have traveled through the 17 mile long particle collider at faster than the speed of light. The only thing is, nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. The father of modern physics, Albert Einstein, formulated his special theory of relativity based on the fundamental law that nothing can move faster than the speed of light. That is 299,792,458 meters per second. Why is that such a big deal? Because a discovery like this could open the doors to new, never dreamed of tech, including the hypothetical ability to break the time barrier. The neutrino beam in question was clocked at traveling 60 nanoseconds faster than the speed of light scientists only put the margin of error at 10 nanoseconds. CERN spokesman James Gillies said at the time, "...the feeling that most people have is this can't be right, this can't be real." And as it turns out, it wasn't. Discoveries like this are always peer-reviewed and double-checked. Almost as soon as the announcement was made, physicists began trying to poke holes in the opera analysis of these neutrinos, and by next February, researchers from within the opera team announced that they had uncovered possible timing problems with their original measurements that could have led to a 60-nanosecond discrepancy. When re-evaluating the findings, they found many neutrinos traveling at near the speed of light, but no faster. CERN did confirm in June of 2020 that their results were caused by faulty machinery. And while it may seem like a huge blow to the team, CERN Research Director Sergio Bertolucci was happy that science did what it does. He said, the story captured the public imagination and has given people the opportunity to see the scientific method in action. An unexpected result was put up for scrutiny, thoroughly investigated and resolved, in part thanks to collaboration between normally competing experiments. This is how science moves forward. So, Put your Delorean back in the shed, Doc. No time travel just yet. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more. Nerd History. You're listening to a special bonus episode of. Two words featuring the pilot episode of our show that we recorded back in August of 2020. So, of course, everything that you're going to hear is not up to date, but we hope you enjoy us having fun with our very first attempts at this show.
2: Let's try this on for size. Let's do a roster draft. Okay. So let's do five men. Uh, let's call it four women and three tag teams. Let's say that um, the the all th- that COVID has caused all three promotions to go completely bankrupt, and they had to let go all of their talent. And every wrestler in the world is now a free agent. Okay. And you and I are going to start competing wrestling companies. <laughs> And we're going we're gonna to buy up all of this talent. But first, let's do some impressions. Ooh, okay. So Matt and I have ta- have each taken some scripture, and we're going to read it. But we're going to read it as famous wrestlers. <laughs> so this is either going to be the greatest thing that we do, <laughs> or the last time we do this. <laughs> Regardless... It will be a whole lot of fun for Matt and myself
0: it'll be a, an event for us if nobody else
2: <laughs> So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first
0: Oh gosh I don't know uh, it's it's hey it's the inaugural pilot of your show I say you should take the lead
2: okay if you want to go first I'll go first in this and you can go I'll give you the first draft pick okay when we come back to that <laughs> So ladies and gentlemen this is going to be. Psalm 23, read as a promo <laughs> by the son of a plumber, <laughs> the American dream, Death to De road baby. I can't. Oh, gosh. Okay. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, please just fast forward a couple of times. <laughs> Your baby boy's not a moron.
3: <laughs>
2: but he is doing this. All right. Come on. Hit us with it. The Lord is my shepherd, baby. He don't make me want, not a dang thing. <laughs> you see, he leads me down to green pastures and the still waters, and he restores my soul, baby. He leads me down the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, sometimes we call that the valley of hard times, <laughs> I will fear no evil. You see, there's two things in this world that the American dream Death De Rose, does not fear. That's evil, and obviously, Rick Flair.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Is that the whole thing? That's the whole thing. Oh, gosh.
1: I'm
2: going to give you a a second to catch your breath Uh, and tell you a small story about that. I uh, (laughs) won't tell you where I work other than for uh, the church, but it's a a big box retail store. And uh, I don't really deal with customers all that much. So sometimes I talk to myself. (laughs) Most of the time I talk to myself. And I started working on that impression Mm. in the store. (laughs) And I came around the corner and I said something about, like, uh, I was like, he leads me down the green path to the baby. And, like, as I said that, there is a woman standing, like, right there, and she's just kind of looking at me. And I just turn around and walk the other way.
0: (laughs) Nope, sorry. "Sorry, Stop
2: (laughs) ma'am. I got out your way. I used to do that impression way too high, but. And it sounded very effeminate. <laughs> okay, I got mine. All right. So, <clears throat> so what, is, what is yours?
0: Oh, okay. It's uh, Ephesians 2 17 through 22.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: in the style of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, which uh, I feel like is my best one.
2: Oh, man. It's, <clears throat> I'm already tingling. Okay. Whew.
1: Uh, all right, gotta get gotta get into that slim jim mode. Gotta get in that ooh, yeah mode. All right, ooh. all right, okay. <clears throat> he didn't come for nothing. He didn't come for nothing. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about the cream, the cream and the crop, and the cream always rises. He came and he preached to you. Didn't matter if you were far away. If you were near, he gave you access to the Father by one spirit. Oh, yeah, he did that. Macho man didn't do that. Paul didn't do that. No way. Let me say it. Yeah, let me say it out loud. The macho man says Jesus came to make you members of his household, the cream of the crop, but on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Oh, yeah, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. And I want you to hear me. I want you to take it all in because comparatively speaking to the Lord, you all and even the Chew me in. We're all nothing but garbage, yeah. But he brought us together, the cream, the whole building, a federation of souls joined together at the hip. Oh, yeah. And this household will rise to become a holy temple of the Lord. Yeah, because the cream always rises to the top. That's his doing all of it. It's his sandbox and it's playtime. <laughs> he makes miracles out of garbage. He turns foreigners and strangers into the cream of the crop. Nobody does it it better? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's his sandbox and he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> that is what oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I had way too much fun getting that together.
2: If I ever get a chest tattoo, <laughs> that's what it's gonna say. It's his sandbox and he's playing. <laughs> it's just like a picture of Jesus with a little trowel. <laughs>
0: Oh wow. gosh, I'm sweating from that. <laughs> that's that's a, it takes a lot of effort. I almost threw my a, voice out practicing a good the Good macho other day. man
2: really does. <laughs> um, and there's a big difference <sighs> between a bad macho man and a good macho man. Mm-hmm. But you got a good macho
0: man. I appreciate that. You there's a the... real good one on on I guess TikTok is what he's on. But he like goes into uh, supermarkets or whatever, starts talking about milk. Yeah. And there's a, there's like a almond milk called Ooh Yeah.
2: Oat, yeah.
0: Oat, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Oat,
1: yeah.
2: Just so y'all know, we could do an hour of Matt and I going, "Oh yeah, and we would put it out there. Yes, we would. We won't this time. So, okay. so let's get back to this roster draft.
0: Fantasy roster. So
2: a fantasy roster draft. In this fantasy land, like I said, uh, all of the major wrestling companies in the world have gone out of business. They've fired all of their talent. They've liquidated all of their assets. But John and Matt know that the world just can't be the world, and America just can't be America without wrestling.
0: Yep, pro wrestling, y'all. Some of that amateur garbage.
2: Matt and I. <laughs> this really is a fantasy because Matt and I, uh, in this world, Matt and I have enough money to start a wrestling for club, real. Fun, yeah, uh, federation.
0: Um, we have enough money to start a wrestling podcast, John.
2: <laughs> barely, though. Uh, you have no idea how much debt I went into to get to this point. So let's, let's, uh, we're going to draft five men, four women, and three tag teams. And these are going to be um, the guys and gals that, that are going to be at the forefront of our company. That people are going to see them. And go, that's the company that I want to watch.
0: Now, this is anybody currently wrestling or anyone that we think could still wrestle?
2: Anybody that, uh, from any brand. Okay. And anybody that you think uh, could wrestle. They've moved over to commentary. We're taking injuries out of the picture.
0: Gotcha. So what about old injured.
2: age? Um, I mean, not like death,
0: but like old age.
2: I mean, that's, a, that's something <laughs> you're going to have to figure out because <laughs> we don't wanna, you're not allowed to draft dead wrestlers. Okay. If you want to. I mean, it benefits my company if you have wrestlers on your (laughs) roster that can't wrestle at all. No, we're good. Um, But you do have to think about that because, you know, eventually some of these guys aren't going to be able to wrestle. So how much value are they going to bring your company uh, in the meantime? So in the 2020 Fantasy Wrestling Roster Draft, Matt Coker's first pick is... We'll start with the men.
0: Okay, yeah, I was about to ask. Are we yeah, going all the We'll start, of it we'll, start
2: we'll start okay. with the men and then we'll <clears throat> go to the women and then we'll do the, right. uh, the tag teams.
0: My first dude on the roster, John Moxley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you not? I, I feel like honestly, he's the the biggest attention grabber right now.
2: When he comes out in your in your promotion and he uses his old theme song? <laughs> The pop will be oh, yeah. insanity Insane. yeah
0: but I mean I remember I remember obviously seeing his frustration at the end of his run with WWE then promising everybody he was quitting and then showing up on All In at the very end or yeah. All Out or whichever one bald it
2: was. and oh no it was Jacked double, it was double
0: or nothing wasn't it I don't know uh, it was one of those it was the but,
2: casino one
0: yeah I think they're all kind was of casino, casino but but yeah whatever it was showing up at the very end. Big old Mox spray painted on the back of his his uh, jean jacket. Yeah, just it was it was a sight to behold. Yep. And I've loved everything that they've done so far.
2: Yeah, his uh, his program with MJF is going to be really really good. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, um, that's that's phenomenal. <laughs> I like that guy. He was actually he wasn't first, but he was on your list. But he was definitely uh, third or fourth. <laughs> He was in there.
0: I think he's got a long shelf life too. I mean, yeah. I think he's going to be in this game for a while still, yeah. and I don't see him dipping in quality in any time soon. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: so my, so your first pick is John it's, Mox. It's John Moxley. We're the Mox. Lock that down somewhere. Um, uh, Matt. <laughs> uh, <sure. clears throat> uh, got got the John Moxley.
0: Got the Mox, guys. That's mine.
2: Do you let him go back to Dean Ambrose if he wants to?
0: If he wants to, but I think he prefers Moxley, doesn't Probably. he? Because that's what he was in the yeah. indie circuit, wasn't he? Yeah. Before? Yeah.
2: His real I'm name fine is, with is Mox John Lee.
0: are lying. You're lying.
2: <laughs>
0: no parent would be that cruel.
2: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> who knows? But parents are that cruel. Right. Um, What's your first uh, pick? So my first pick, uh, I'm going to go with somebody who... Another guy who's going to get an immediate pop when he comes out, um, because of him being snubbed by the WWE for so long, mm. I'm going to go with Kenny Omega.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Because I want somebody that's talented. Um, he's he's doing great things in AEW right yeah. now. Uh, he's very very versatile.
0: And also probably has a very long shelf life. He probably like, he'll does be have doing a long this for a while. Life. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's going to be doing this for, for quite a bit longer. Um, so Kenny Omega be my first.
0: Not on my list, but was in contention for it. So I, I approve of
2: that. Um, his program, if you want to see great uh, wrestling, look up Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho in New Japan at any of the Wrestle Kingdoms that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: That's like the only time I've really gone and sought out New Japan. Yeah. It's just to see those matches.
2: Well, then you find all the other New Japan stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it's oh. crazy. I could watch this <laughs> okay, so number two pick of the men's division from Matt Coker. I
0: went A j Styles i Why? know I know he's he's a veteran at this point, but he's been kind of all around. he knows what he's doing he's a he's still phenomenal in the ri- i keep using that word with him by accident, but he's still phenomenal in the <laughs> That's ring a good word. um he's he is i mean he really feels like the present day. Hbk. When it comes to talent,
2: yeah, maybe not,
0: maybe not charisma, but that's okay because he makes up for it with the humor. Yeah, which I'm still laughing at bits he's doing. Oh yeah, it's great. His Um, his like his his fake uh, you know like proud gimmick where you know he's the best kind of gimmick that he does. But he won't wrestle anybody. The fake heel thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's it's it's absolutely hilarious. I love it.
2: The fact that they bring Abyss out. And not say anything. <laughs> who he is.
0: Like, they don't talk who's about who he is. They just say, who's that slub in the ring? Yeah. <laughs> but no. I mean he's he's got he's got the the charisma, I guess, the mic work, all that. Yeah. And one of the top wrestlers right now.
2: Yeah, and and he's gonna be really, really good for you because he's going to kind of come in and be able to be your locker room general. Mm -hmm. Like he knows how things work. Mm -hmm. He's wrestled in impact. He's wrestled in new Japan. He's wrestled all over the place. Um, he's, he's going to kind of be your, your leadership there to kind of tell people this is the road we're going down. Yep. (laughs) Let's let's go. Absolutely. So for my second pick is somebody I'm picking early but I don't think you would steal him from me. Okay. I'm going to go Heath Slater for yeah. similar reasons why you go with AJ Styles because he's got a great charisma. Um, he's got a great in-ring presence. And, again, he's he's kind of more towards your veteran that can walk in and be like, this is how a a major wrestling production takes place. Yep. Um and he's going to again get a huge pit, get a huge pop every time he comes out.
0: All right. Uh let's see here. Number 3 for me would be Keith Lee from NXT. Oh. We need a big guy. That dude is great. He's also he's he's kind of the I don't know, he's got a he's got a presence about him. He's 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 all right on the mic. He's intimidating though, but he's also he gives me a New Day vibe kind of. He can at, be
2: good on the mic, but
0: at the yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he's so big and hulking and intimidating, and athletic, and very athletic for a big guy. He's the Chris Farley of he's, NXT.
2: He, oh my gosh, he really is. the The GIF of him running and hitting—I think it's like Shinsuke Nakamura or somebody—just yeah. hitting him out of the out of the arena, like hit him <laughs> over the barricade. That is one of my favorite GIFs of all time. Yeah um yeah no you're and you're gonna get a lot of longevity out of him too yeah um you know with AJ Styles you're not gonna get quite as much but you're gonna get value out of him for a while because then he can he can go and be a producer and a trainer and he's still gonna make your company great absolutely with my third pick in this draft uh I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens
0: okay yeah I mean, I can't argue with that at for all. For very
2: similar reasons, he puts together just an amazing in-ring product. It was um, really
0: between Keith Lee and Kevin Owens for me in that spot.
2: And for me, it was between Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe or Keith Lee.
0: Samoa Joe too would be good, yeah. Yeah, I um, keep thinking of it because he's injured. I keep forgetting yeah, about him. Yeah. Okay, I got uh, in the fourth spot, The Miz. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> I <gonna> <laughs> I feel like. He's got the potential to be, I mean, he is one of the best heels of all time.
2: Oh, definitely.
0: And extremely charismatic, but in the bad way, like the way you want it to be bad. You know, the, he's, yeah. he's a charismatic heel. He's you an feel, annoying heel. He's, but yeah, but you feel that emotion towards yeah. him. The fact yeah. that he can come out and make you hate him, but then like the next year when he's playing a face, you, he comes out and you love him. I mean, like he drags you in.
2: You hate him so much, but when he loses a title, you're like, "Why'd they take the title?"
0: Off? Exactly, right? He he deserves to be in the main title picture, or at least a title picture all the time, for his heel work. The
2: Intercontinental title is only as popular as it is now because of the Miz. Absolutely. So, um, so for my third pick, fourth, fourth pick, I do have a fourth pick. Your <laughs> for, your third pick was uh, Keith Lee. Keith, nope, it was not your fourth pick.
0: Fourth was pick the was Miz. the Miz.
2: I'm a bad note taker. <laughs> so my fourth pick uh, is going to be somebody you didn't think of, Ooh. and you're going to be mad that you didn't think about him. Oh, um, CM Punk.
0: Oh, you're right. I didn't think about him at all.
2: No, and really, you want to talk about guys like him and guys like Kevin Owens? Two guys who can be face or be really good heels. Yeah, um, they're very, very versatile. But CM Punk so much because he can really deliver those promos. I went and listened to the pipe to the the pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. Yeah. Oh promo. My, gosh. my
0: gosh. Where that he where
2: brilliant. he said that the best thing that could happen to wrestling would be Vince McMahon's death. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody agreed. And everybody was kind of, <laughs> like, "Well, yeah, well, he's got a point."
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Yeah, no, CM Punk. The only problem that I think would run into with CM Punk, I had hesitation, is because of his kind of closing time with WWE, he didn't really feel like he wanted to be ever told what to do. Mm. And, And you wonder if... If I were to get into an argument with him and if I were to get on bad terms, it could end poorly with me and I'd have an open roster spot.
0: <laughs> You're really thinking deep into this. I really am. This is, mean, last, I have a lot of time on my hands. My last uh, men's choice is Edge. Uh, one of the older timers for right now, but yeah. gets a gigantic pop anytime he walks oh, yeah. in the building, can still do the, do the job just fine.
2: And he has to wrestle three minutes a year. Yeah. And that's all you need yeah. out of him. I, I pick him edge that's a good pick that's a big good pick my final pick in the men's division is going to be ec3 really need a powerhouse okay i need somebody who is just who has that physique i don't really want a lot of guys that want that classic wwe physique but i do want at least one
0: the world bodybuilding federation physique (laughs) oh my gosh yeah pretty much i mean i i I guess that's on me. I've never really been exposed to what EC3 can really do. Yeah. I never really watched mm. him in Impact. I don't really watch Impact. And then he was so underutilized in WWE, I never got a chance to see what he could do.
2: Check out his new character in Impact. Yeah. Because he's he's really kind of done some different things. Okay. And he's more of like the, the bitter guy who's like why am i only talked about for my muscles and not being given opportunities kind <laughs> okay, of things. I like
0: that. All right, so, so we're doing women. You want to go first with the women?
2: Um, I can go I can go first with the women. So I got uh, to go first there. My <clears throat> first choice in the women's division, um, I'm going to go Dr. Britt Baker. I think she's good in the ring. Uh, I think she's 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 good on the mic. She's got a lot of personality. Um and if I ever need dental work done... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hate paying for dental
0: work. I can <laughs> go with that. Uh, my first one is uh, Alexa Bliss. It's a for good much the similar reason as The Miz. She could be a great heel, be a great face. She's very great, uh, very charismatic on the mic. Uh, and she's, she's a firecracker. Yeah. I just, I just like that. I, I like that spunky lass yeah. right there. Just very yeah. good. Uh,
2: <laughs> my second pick for the women is going to be uh becky lynch dang look, you becky lynch comes back out <laughs> she will get a louder pop than <sighs> the undertaker stone cold steve austin Andy, and Shawn and sean michaels combined and she comes back after the after this pregnancy thing she was um, my which second bless pick. Her for doing that man. great great on you if she comes back oh
0: should have let you go first she was my I second was pick <laughs> too man that's that hurts it hurts me deep
2: yep no All it right. should
0: well then my second pick will be naomi uh, okay. Heavily underutilized, a phenomenal talent in the ring. Uh, I don't think she's ever been given a proper, long enough push to really showcase uh, how good of a champion she could be.
2: Well, she shattered a woman's orbital bone with her butt once. That's true. So. But she's—I mean, she's a powerhouse. <laughs> I would agree, though, with Naomi. Naomi's, Naomi's really good. Uh, I really wish her SmackDown Women's Championship run would have lasted yeah. a little bit longer it was, than it did. It was incredibly it short. Um, due to due to injury, which... True. Probably, I mean, yeah, it, was. it
0: wasn't anything you could do about it, but...
2: My third pick is going to be um, the girl with the dumbest nickname, Tegan Knox, mm. The girl with the shiniest wizard, <laughs> which... I don't even feel comfortable saying it.
0: Uh, it it doesn't sound appropriate or inappropriate. I, it's, it's 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 a weird the
2: weirdest thing. <laughs> a shining wizard is a is a move set. Um, yeah, and and hers is is great. She's yeah. very she's very young, uh, and I think I think she's going to bring some longevity mm. to the women's division. But she's already at a high level.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, my my uh, third one will be Rhea Ripley. Is it Ray or Rhea?
2: Uh, everybody calls her Rhea.
0: Rhea Ripley. Um, I, she's
2: Australian, so who knows? Right, <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, I think she's... I, I see her as the, the bad girl version of Charlotte Flair, honestly. But in talent as well. She's still relatively new. Yeah. But I feel like she'll... I feel like she'll do just fine in the WWE women's mm-hmm. division when she mm-hmm. gets bumped up, which won't be long, in my opinion. No, can't be. Uh Unless, I mean, because they're kind of still pushing NXT as a semi-third brand, they might just keep her on there for a long time. She might just be like but, a
2: Tommaso Ciampa. And right. Decide and Adam Cole. Even.
0: Adam Cole's been there forever.
2: Does Adam Cole want to leave?
0: I don't know. Probably not.
2: The thing is, is if you push Adam Cole, you have to push Bobby Fish, Roderick Stroman, Yeah, you the other co- guy. Yeah, you
0: got to take all of them. That's true.
2: So I don't know. Uh, with my third pick, my uh, no, fourth pick. Fourth, yeah. Uh we're only doing four women. Yeah. Um I'm going to go I'm actually going to throw a curveball from my list and I'm going to go with Candice LeRae from NXT. Okay. So she has been in wrestling since 2002, which is an insanely long career. When you think about Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix started in 2005 and stopped in 2013. Yeah. Um, probably not because she can't do it anymore. She just want to focus on other things. But women's divisions, they don't have long-lasting careers. <clears throat> and she started wrestling in 2002 uh, and is still wrestling today. And is still doing phenomenal work um, with NXT. But she's going to be my female locker room leader. She's going to be able to kind of – I may not get a lot of time out of her, but I'm going to get some good stuff while she's there. Gotcha. And, and those effects are going to be lasting. So let's move on.
0: Well, hold on. I got one more. Oh, you got one you, more. You took my, you I, took my, took, you took Becky Lynch, I took from, Becky Lynch from me. took Becky Lynch. So my, 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 my last one, my wild card throw in there at the last minute is going to be Asuka. Um, she's, <sighs> hev- she's heavily overused right now. And I think that's why people are sick of her. But she's a dang good talent. She would have to be to still be on the roster when you can't understand what she's saying most of the time. Yeah, because Vince McMahon doesn't really like <laughs> doesn't yeah. really like. We'll just say foreigners. That's what he <laughs> says. He doesn't like foreigners.
2: People you can't
0: understand. <laughs> uh, but I've 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 enjoyed her in WWE since she debuted. Uh, I still enjoy her matches. I'm gonna enjoy the SummerSlam matches, even though I think the situation's kind of dumb.
2: Yeah, but, <laughs> 100%, but Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I, I enjoy it. So there we go. All right, tag teams.
2: Uh, honorable mentions from the women's division oh. i had diana perrazzo okay yeah who, who left from being a mid-card nxt to impact women's champion in a month wow i mean like you want to talk about somebody who made who made a name <laughs> who, who made the best of a situation diana perrazzo gotcha uh so let's go to the tag teams your first pick for the tag team division
0: the new day that's did i take one of yours
2: you didn't take uh you took one of my alternates
0: okay because i mean um, I just, uh, are you
2: gonna take all three of them you can
0: yeah I'd okay. ha- i mean that there it's the, it the it's free not bird? A new it's day the, without. it's the free bird, it's rule, the free right? bird
2: rule well I we mean, don't have the free birds <laughs> that's that wwe stuff and they went out of business matt
0: <laughs> but yeah i mean it's just, there's, there's 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 no so there's no tag team working today that's more fun yeah and versatile than those those three Okay, so Gents. my
2: first pick in our tag team division, uh, the Young Bucks. Dang it! Yeah, I was so afraid you were going to take them. That first. was my second one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love I love the Young Bucks. I love they are strict tag team wrestling. Yeah,
0: um, they're, they're very, very fun. Good. They're very. Uh, good. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna like what they're doing.
0: <laughs> All right, my uh, second one now then would be the Hardy Boys. I know they're older and they've been doing this for a while, okay. but there's a reason that they convinced every single promotion to give to let them win the championships in a single year that's that's fair they're great that's fair very entertaining and i will never forget the pop when they came out at wrestlemania as surprise entrants mainly because john ruined it for everybody do we have to tell that <laughs> no we can tell it another time That's a bonus. that's a
2: bonus episode but
0: even going back and watching it Knowing what was happening, yeah, no, it's, it was it's still, fantastic. It's, it gives you chills. It gives you yeah. goosebumps.
2: You don't need a, a whole lot of time out of them. You just yeah. need enough time. Uh, my second pick, uh, I'm going to go with the Street Profits. Okay, yeah, I like their attitude. I like their charisma. And they got a long they way are to grow. Just too. getting yeah. started. It's going to be good. Um, so
0: I guess for my throw-in uh, backup here, I'm going to pick. They're not. I mean, they're not technically a tag team, and they even said this on the last episode. But I like uh kenny but you already have kenny omega oh i can't do that you can't wrestle kenny
2: omega
3: (laughs) dang it
0: oh man okay
2: it it was in researching this that i figured out how shallow the tag team (laughs) it really is it
0: was really difficult i'm glad you only asked for three yeah um okay 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 give me a second heavy machinery
2: that's a really good pick yeah they were they were definitely going to be on my list they're
0: they're, they're, they're um, entertaining as in fact tech. when
2: i told my wife about it she was like why is heavy machinery not on your list right. i'm like well i don't know but i've already made the list so
0: and obviously your last pick is uh enzo and Cass, right
2: you know what <laughs> i thought about them but if i don't know if i can get cm punk to stick around i definitely can't get enzo and big Cass to stick around because they were problems from day one.
0: Uh, man, they're they were so fantastic. fun though, man. So fun.
2: I love I loved their first night on Raw. <laughs> uh I'll put that lazy eye right back to work. <laughs> fantastic. Right, My two. third tag team uh is a tag team that is not actually a tag team right now. Okay. But I'm gonna make them I'm gonna sign them as a tag team. Okay. DIY. I'm putting DIY back together. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso oh, Ciampa. Yeah. And I'm doing that because they were a great tag team. They were good. And then I can transition them into singles competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not a bad idea. And Tommaso smart. Ciampa
2: is doing fantastic things.
0: That's why, that's why you're the smart mark.
2: I am the smarkiest smart <laughs> that ever smarked. So that was fun. so if you smart. want, like uh, go to Twitter, let us know with a hashtag fantasy wrestle draft it's a bad hashtag
0: but it'll work nobody else it'll work
2: fantasy wrestle draft (laughs) fantasy wrestle draft no no just hashtag smart talk just do smart talk (laughs) smart talk and let us know mark with an s talk yeah smart talk (laughs) hashtag smart talk and let us know whose promotion you're gonna go with. Are you gonna go with Matt's promotion? Which, what's the name of your promotion? Oh, I didn't, you didn't tell me anything about that. My, my pro, I just came up with mine. Uh, it is champions only wrestling, champions. Cow, cow. baby. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't get So, line are you spot. gonna go with cow? Moose. Or are you gonna go, <laughs> or are you gonna go with moose?
3: Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith in Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So one of my favorite things about the MCU is the fact that everything ties together so beautifully and brilliantly. Like, way better than any other pop culture medium has done in a very, very long time. Um, The fact that stuff that was dropped in 2008... Can still fit beautifully with stuff that's dropped in 2021 just shows how good they are at crafting a story like i uh, just watched shang chi in theaters and there was stuff in there from iron man there was stuff a lot of stuff from iron man 3 there was stuff from hulk there was stuff from other movies that you needed a good base knowledge of the other stuff to actually be able to get the full experience and you know some people just they they jump into weird spots we have a 13-year-old neighbor that's friends with my daughter, and she started the MCU with WandaVision. Like, that was her first exposure to the MCU. And my daughter had a cow and flipped out. She's like, no, you can't do that. You gotta you to gotta, you gotta do all these other things. And I'm like, calm down. Be patient. Watch them with her. And so my daughter made sure she watched all of the stuff with her friend. Uh, when I was in theaters watching Endgame, there was somebody sitting beside me that had never seen any MCU stuff like Endgame was their first Marvel thing. And I'm like, I get that you can jump into these stories and only you know focus on the newer parts. But the reality is when you have a good knowledge and understanding of the whole base and foundation, it makes everything else better. And that's one of the things I see in scripture, is that we're a New Testament society. Like, we're all about Jesus, we're all about the Gospels, the Epistles, and for some weird reason, a lot of people are really, really, really about Revelation. And we just act like the Old Testament doesn't really matter as much anymore. But honestly, everything in the New Testament beautifully reflects all the work that God did to lay down that foundation in the Old Testament and through all the years that came. Isaiah 55 says, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. God gave us all of the Old Testament as well as the New Testament so we could understand it all better. So enjoy all of it. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me.
0: We hope you've been enjoying this look back into our original pilot episode for Two Words, long before we actually changed the name to something better and had a real focus. But uh, we got just a little bit left in this flashback, so get a view of where our minds were at the beginning of the show. Because things sure have changed, haven't they?
2: talk about SummerSlam. Now, by the time you hear this podcast, SummerSlam will be Long come early. and gone, but it's Friday. It's the Friday before SummerSlam and we're going to go over the match card. Okay. So, just let me know kind what of your, what your quick thoughts on these matches are. So, for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Good match or bad match?
0: It's going to be a good match, but I don't really care about it. They're doing the Randy that's Orton fair. Legend Killer thing all over again. I feel like, and
2: it's just. But they don't have enough legends to bring out, so that's it's true. just There's Randy Orton Rick, mugging Ric Flair Rick week Flair after week.
0: And Shawn Michaels last week, and I mean, it's, it's, I mean, uh, it'll be good if Drew McIntyre wins because I think that's what this is for. They're yeah. trying to really boost the fact that Drew McIntyre deserves to be in the spot. They don't want another gender Mahal situation where everyone's yeah. like, "Why does he have the title? <laughs> Why is your Mali- stop letting him win?" But uh, I, I think it'll be a good match. I'm just not uber pumped about yeah. it. I want to okay. be surprised by it. Let's put it that way. That's
2: fair. That's fair. I think it'll be a really good match. I think it, technically it'll be a really good match. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Universal Championship, Braun Strowman going against <laughs> The Fiend.
0: I don't know what they're going to do Ray here.
2: Are they, Is it going to be a real match? I, I That's in my know. notes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I did I, not like the Swamp Thing match. I didn't like it
0: per uh, uh, on its own. But I do like the weird trilogy of matches they're putting together. Yeah. I liked the Pure Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman oh, and Braun Strowman messing with him in that first match and think making him think he was coming back and then, you know, yeah. smacking him down. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that The Fiend essentially got the one up at the end of the Lake thing. I you know, they tried with it. It was all right. It wasn't the worst one of these matches they put together, but it was all right. I don't know what they're doing with this one, but I'm always excited to see The Fiend, good, bad, or indifferent. So I'm ready for a Fiend match one way or another, I'm whether growing, it's real or not.
2: I'm just growing tired of The Fiend um, cinematic stuff. Right. Like, uh, it I just want to see match. Bray Wyatt. I just want to see it. I as hope match. it's a real match. Yeah. Uh, next up, the, women's, the Raw Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Asuka. The women's division is a lot bigger than yeah. Vince McMahon knows it is. It's, it's
0: like it's. I feel like we've seen it. We've seen it.
2: Yeah. There are four. in I mean, in the last in the last three years, every match has had Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Asuka.
0: Yeah. It's and all sometimes equals. all at once. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 probably going to be an all right match because they are both talented, but. Yeah i'm just i'm not i'm definitely not excited for it
2: i'm more excited for bailey versus oscar which again they're using oscar when they could have used anybody else yeah they could have pushed dana brooke but
0: that is but that is a matchup we haven't seen as much yeah i feel like that's a little bit fresher of a thing could be better
2: so, uh, nope, there's two, two more championship matches. The Raw Tag Team Championship, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. We've had the, uh, the <laughs> Zelina Vega poisoning.
0: <laughs> this is the, that's the dumbest... <laughs> You would go to jail. I mean, I know that a lot of these things, yeah. uh, you have to suspend your belief that you're not going to go to jail. Yeah. But this is poisoning. you definitely go to jail. This is akin to Rikishi running over Steve Austin. I mean, this is something you would go to oh, jail 100%. for a long time for, whether or not you were in a wrestling promotion. Uh, but, <laughs> I, don't know, I'm, I'm not big on it, You know, Andrade, the, those guys. I'm not, a, I'm not big on them. But I am big on the street profits. Yeah. So... Yeah. As long as they win and continue their, their yeah. reign, and they make it a fun match, which I think they can, it'll be good.
2: But I think, and I think once the Usos come back from injury, I think the tag team oh, divisions will get. A why lot. did I forget about the Usos? I would have thrown yeah. them in. Yeah,
0: dang uh, Usos.
2: Yeah, <sighs> but uh, but yeah, I mean the, the tag team division. It's it's I mean it's there's not many other options for that. Yeah, division. that's true. Yeah, like there's just especially on Raw. There's you just had the no,
0: revival. You had the no revival, options. guys. And you did. messed
2: it up. Sorry. Um, and you, you poured talcum powder in uh, whatever his name's trunks were. Um, uh, United States Championship, Apollo Cruz versus MVP. There's a new belt, and that's the, about it.
0: It's beautiful, though. It's a cool belt. I like that. I mean, compared to the other one, I was really sick of that other one. You were? Yeah.
2: I, think I, I mean, it's been it around
0: for a long for a long time, but it, I've never really liked that design.
2: Bring back the spinner belt. Spinner <laughs> belt.
0: It it does have that vibe, though. It's yeah. very blingy. Yeah. Um.
2: It's a very MVP belt. Yeah, but uh, I like it. I
0: I don't know. I feel like there is going to be heavy shenanigans in that match. Yeah.
2: I like Apollo Cruz. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> I just don't understand why he's wrestling MVP.
0: Yeah. I like I like that he's finally getting some sort of a push. Yeah, because I remember when he first leapt to the main roster, which was a couple years ago now. Yeah, everyone thought he was going to get a big push, and then he just got relegated to like the C list. I mean, he barely got seen.
2: Yeah, so uh, that was the last of the championship matches. Now we're on to Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. I'm actually pretty hyped on that one. It works in a couple of ways because if Dominic Mysterio wants to actually get into wrestling, this is a really good option. Um, if they're going to set up more for Seth Rollins and uh, and Rey Mysterio, yeah. that works really, really well, yeah. too. So, but um, I know
0: he is actually planning on getting in, and they've already been discussing a bit of a character adjustment for him after yeah. this, where he's going
2: he's gonna to continue Luchador-like really
0: cool. stuff. He's going to wear yeah. a mask. He's going to do yeah. all I'm that. I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped for cool. that.
2: And the last match, which is the least uh, excitable match <laughs> Uh, it's. I think it's still rumored at the, at this point, um, but Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. I'll be in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a popcorn match. Oh sure. Yeah, I'll be making a sandwich. A <laughs> I
2: don't know. I, I mean,
0: Matt Riddle's fine, but King Corbin just turns everything he touches to crap lately for me.
2: He could have been so much. He could have been in so NXT much And NXT was so great.
0: <laughs> I feel like they tried to pull the JBL switch with him. Yeah. Because he had JBL, he had him as the Bradshaw, as the acolyte or whatever. They yeah. switched him to that that big, rich, honky tonkin' guy, and it worked. Yeah. That got him the heck over one of the best heels of his time. I think they tried to do that with Corbin, but they did it far too early. Yeah, and with no break. Like there was a bit of a break. Bradshaw was kind of off TV. Yeah, for a good while. And, and then he came, came back. back in a limousine. But this was just like one day he was bald and wearing a suit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> come
2: on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not excited about that. Yeah. So, well, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a SummerSlam. I am excited about
0: seeing SummerSlam in the Thunderdome.
2: Yeah, that ought to be interesting. I'm
0: excited to see what they do with it. It's going to be another one of those different things, but this is one of the big four pay-per-views. On, so, on the
2: WWE Network for yeah. just $9.99, <laughs> or however much I'm paying. <laughs> I don't know I how much I'm paying it is like, now. I think I'm paying like 10 13 Yeah. The taxes. But Well, Matt... That's about all I got, man. That was fun. I, I know this. we've talked for a little bit longer than we had planned to, but we've covered a lot of stuff. We've it was had nice. Some, it was a nice smothering
0: of, of things you want to do with this show.
2: Thank I think you for having me, I on. think smothering is the best word to end this show. Thank you for being here. <laughs> but on that note, ding ding, match is over, son. <clears throat>
1: Hey!